Hi guys, Balaji here. Welcome to the second episode of Books and Juice. In this episode, we are going to go deep inside the term Stoic and Stoicism. Many would have already started to wonder what this term is about. To understand this term clearly, we should move to 3rd century BC, where this was actually found by Mr. Zeno of Scythium in Athens. It is a philosophy of personal ethics informed by its system of logic and its views on the natural world. According to Zeno, its teaching as social beings a path to happiness or blessedness is found in accepting the moment as it's present by itself, by not allowing oneself to be controlled by the desire for pleasure or fear of pain. By using one's mind to understand the world and to do one's part in nature's plan and by working together and treating others fairly and justly. The Stoics are especially known for teaching that virtue is the only good for human beings and that external things such as health, wealth and pleasure are not good or bad in themselves but have value as material for virtue to act upon. Stoics often refer to four cardinal virtues of Greek philosophy. Prudence, justice, fortitude and temperance. Or in modern way, we can say it as wisdom, mortality, courage and moderation. The simple definition of Stoic is the Discipline is the fundamental action, mindset and philosophy which keeps one in a routine and making progress towards whatever one is pursuing. For clear, the person or someone who is suffering from pain or difficulty but he never complains about these. That is stoic. So if you want to be a stoic, there is nine exercises to get started. So, the first one is dichotomy of control. The single most important practice in Stoic philosophy is differentiating between what we can change and what we can't. So, what we have influence over and what we don't. A flight is delayed because of weather. No amount of yelling at an airline representative will end a storm. No amount of fishing will make you taller or shorter or born in a different country. No matter how hard you try, you can't make someone like you. On top of that, time spent hurling yourself at these immovable objects is time not spent on the things we can change. Return to this question daily in each and everything situation. Journal and reflect on it constantly. If you can focus on making clear what parts of your day are within your control and what parts are out of your control. You will not only be happier, you will have a distinct advantage over the other people who fail to realize that they are fighting on unwinnable battle. The second exercise is journal. Epictetus, the slave, Marcus Aurelius, the emperor, Seneca, the power broker, and playwright. These three radically different men 
lived radically different lives, but they seem to have one habit in common, that is journaling. In Stoicism, the art of journaling is more than of simple diary. This daily practice is the philosophy, preparing for the day ahead, reflecting on the day that has passed. Reminding oneself of the wisdom we have learned from our teachers, from our reading, from our own experiences. It's not enough to simply hear these lessons once. Instead, one practices them over and over again, turns them over in their mind, and most importantly, writes them down and feels them flowing through their fingers in doing so. Stoicism is designed to be a practice and a routine. It's not a philosophy you read once and magically understand at the soul level. No, it's a lifelong pursuit that requires diligence, and repetition and concentration. The next practice is practice misfortune. It's important to remember that this is an exercise, not an rhetorical device. Emotion like anxiety and fear have their roots in uncertainty and rarely in experience. Anyone who has made a big bet on themselves know how much energy both states can consume. The solution is to do something about the ignorance. Make yourself familiar with the things, the worst case scenarios that you are afraid of. Practice what you fear, whether a simulation in your mind or in real life. The downside is almost always reversible or transient. The next practice, train perception. There is no good or bad to the practice of stoic. There is only perception you control. You can choose to extrapolate past your first impressions. If you tie your first response to the dispassion, you will find that everything is simply an opportunity. Remember, the fifth exercise, it's all ephemeral. Be humble, honest and aware. That is something you can have every single day of your life. You'll never have to fear someone taking it from you. Or worse still, I am taking over you. Take the view from the above. The view from above changes our value judgments on things like luxury, power, war and the worries of everyday life become ridiculous. Take a step back from your own concerns. Remind yourself of your duty to others. To be specific, take Plato's view. The next exercise, Momento Mori. Meditate on your mortality. Keep death and exile before your eyes each day, along with everything that seems terrible. By doing so, you will never have a base thought, nor will you have excessive desire. Use those reminders and meditate on them daily. Let them be the building blocks of living your life to the fullest and not wasting a second. The next exercise is premeditation malarum. It means the premeditation of evils. It's a stoic exercise of imagining things that could go wrong or be taken away from us. 
It helps us prepare for life's inevitable setbacks. We don't always get what is rightfully ours, even if we earned it. Not everything is as clean and straightforward as we think they may be. Psychologically, we must prepare ourselves for this to happen. It is one of the most powerful exercise in the Stoics toolkit to build resilience and strength. By doing this exercise, Seneca was always prepared for disruption and always working on the disruption into his plans. He was fitted for defeat and victory. The last and final exercise, Amar Fati. The great German philosopher Friedrich would describe his formula for human greatness as Amor Fati, a love of fate, that one wants nothing to be different, not forward, not backward, not in all eternity, not merely bear what is necessary, still less conceal it, but love it. Stoics were not only familiar with this attitude, but they embraced it. 2000 years ago, writing in his own personal journal, which would become known as the Meditations. Emperor Marcus Aurelius would say, A blazing fire makes flame and brightness out of everything that is thrown into it. Do not seek for things to happen the way you want them to. Rather, wish that what happens the way it happens, then you will be happy. It is why Amar Fati is a stoic exercise and the mindset that you take on for making the best out of anything that happens. Treating each and every moment, no matter how challenging, as something to be embraced, not avoided. To not only be okay with it, but to love it and be better off it. So that like oxygen to a fire, obstacles and adversity becoming fuel for your potential. Thank you so much guys for listening to our podcast. Hope you enjoy knowing about Stoic. So see you next week with another exciting content.